Today we're drinking moonshine. <laughs> kind of. It's kind of moonshine. There's moonshine in there. It says moonshine on the label. It's I true. I hesitate to say it's actual moonshine. Well, it had a pre-printed label. That that inherently nah. degrades its value as moonshine. Not only Moonshine that. should be in a clear jar and maybe with a Sharpie on it. If it's legit moonshine. Yeah, and I'm also always dubious about what color moonshine should be. Moonshine should be clear, theoretically. Right, it should be... But I, I... Like, this is apple pie moonshine. That is a legit hip, thing. You and I both know it's hipster moonshine. Well, this is hipster moonshine, yes, because it didn't come from a redneck's garage in Kentucky, so... The, yes, this is... Hip, I bought it in fucking Alston, <laughs> so yes, it's hipster moonshine. <laughs> Welcome to the first official episode of the Daily Planet podcast. Uh, this was the second one. Well, we didn't have a name for it the first time. We, we were sort of had the name. Well, no, we were we were arguing about the name. We had, came, we, we had I came up with that name. You did. You we came had up with the, the name fucking name on the spot. On God the spot. damn it! But we we had a couple potentials. We did. We were we were feel, sowing our oats. We were feeling it out a little bit. Oh, so uh, I, was, I was feeling my oats. Jamie. Was I feeling my oats? I'm sorry. No. Um, yeah. Uh, so this is uh, our our new our movie news podcast. Our what's going on uh, in Hollywood this week? Um, formerly the, the artist, formerly known as Bart, reacts to the news. Yes, exactly. He doesn't pay attention. Um, so we got a, a handful of uh, of interesting news stories here. Yeah. Um, Give me. What do you got? I'll react. I promise. Okay. Good. So here are the stories from this week. I think the big, and this isn't even from this week. I think technically this is from this broke late last week, but. Uh, it's it's the most exciting thing I've seen happen in in two weeks, and yeah. that's uh, uh, Simon Pegg getting the writing job on Star Trek Three. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's my uh, that's we awesome. talked about having uh, you know they they finally found a new director after uh, Orsi left. Um, yeah, yeah. Justin Lin from the Fast and Furious movies, which we love. Yeah. Uh, he's taking over as director. Well, we love those movies for what they are. Yeah. That, exactly. We so we talked about you know him being making really awesome Fast and Furious movies does not necessarily translate to Star Trek. You know. Right. Um. But maybe, I, ma- yeah, you never know. Maybe. Um, but I love, I love Peg writing. Peg's gonna be, he's co-writing uh, the next Star Trek movie, and I'm, I kind of love that. I love that too. I mean, he's a person who has the experience, and frankly, he has the geek credibility. Oh, totally. To do it, much like Abrams, he is more of a Star Wars guy than a Star Trek guy. But I mean, he's done two of these movies now. He's kind of been immersed in it for a little bit. Um, I. There's, I don't know. Like, I have no, I don't, I don't know if he's a Star Wars guy. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, his fandom, his, like, personal fan preferences. He was more, like, growing up, he was, he was Star, Star Wars, Wars was, like, his thing. Star Trek was, like, yeah, that was a nice thing, too. But, uh, like, Star right, Wars was, fine. like, his, his okay. big, his big franchise. Well, that's okay. I mean, yeah. I feel like if there was one major strength to the Abrams verse. Yeah. I hate calling it that. <laughs> is that, yeah, it's kind of Star Warsified Star Trek a bit. Yeah. And you know what? If you want to attract a new fan base, you sort of need to do that. Absolutely. And that's fine. But he there's, co- there's plenty of Star Treks 
like Star Trek, Star Trek. The Roddenberry yeah. verse is very Star Trek, Star Trek, and there's a lot of that already. So no, exactly. I, I mean, don't really have a problem with we, uh, it. He, he personally, co- I prefer that. Well, yeah, no, he co-wrote all the Cornetto movies, the Cornetto trilogies, right? Which you know that which, we all exactly. There's love. no arguing with those credentials. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just feels like you know he may actually have. Uh, he might actually bring a little bit, I don't want to say like that intellectualism, that sort of like, we're going to talk about big intellectual philosophical issues. Like that's kind of what makes the, the big differentiator between Trek and Star Wars, right. you know, over the it's, large period of time. Well, it's but magic versus science. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, it, and, oh, and, and science our, quotes. Well, but yeah, science. but even then it's, you know, when, and th- you're, you're absolutely right though, because when Star Wars tried to introduce like, Science. The midi The midi Everyone went. This is bull. Fuck this noise. Fuck you guys. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? Yeah. Hell no. Don't don't explain the force, you twat. Yeah. Exactly. You, excuse me. <laughs> that's not, that's a word that I don't use that frequently. But it's sometimes. It's but just sometimes appropriate. it's appropriate. And that's just one of those things, and I don't know why. It yeah. Is. Um. On a related note, there was also a story this week uh, about uh, George Lucas gave an interview talking about the next, you know, the new Star Wars movies, yeah. uh, and saying that. Uh, that when he and I remember hearing this at the time that when he made the deal with Disney to you know sell them all the stuff that he basically sold them uh, his treatment that, that he had written for episode at least episode seven I think seven eight and nine like the sort of larger arc of like what the other trilogy would be yep and Disney's not using any of it god damn right <laughs> I kind of am really excited about that I'm really happy they own it so that they don't have to use it yeah um, I, I I hear his new movie is fucking awful that came out this week oh we're all surprised uh the the animated movie there strange magic it's all like woodland elves and sprites and shit i'll pass yeah yeah no no thank you do not do not want Uh, if i want to watch george lucas movies that i like they already exist yeah yeah i mean he's yeah i don't know i don't know and that's the thing like i keep seeing the trailers and the commercials for that movie and i am be continue to be mystified because his sort of thing has always been uh you know maybe with the exception of like american graffiti like his thing has always been like well he wants to push the he's like he's like james cameron he wants to push the boundaries of the technology james and like cameron what filmmaking can do nuts well yes i mean but that's like the thing avatar like shitty story subpar movie technically amazing you know from a like technical filmmaking standpoint jar jar binks no, exactly. Not good. And also, uh, Star Wars Episode Two is the first movie to be released uh, digitally in history, and Great. looks like shit. I mean, <laughs> did not did not look good. I mean, arguably, it's the same conversation that people have been having with uh, the Hobbit movies about the higher frame rate. That it's like oh, it's really off putting and it's really weird. Now, like you know, movies, lots of movies are released digitally, and yeah. no, most people can't tell the fucking difference. You know. Well, I mean. I, I appreciate the effort. Yeah. But, oh, fuck you. But like, I mean, this, that's my point, though, is with this animated movie, it feels like, oh, well, George Lucas, I mean, he didn't direct it. I don't think he what directed is, what, it. I think he wrote the, it. What is the technical significance of it? Well, no, it's a, it's computer animated film. So, but it looks, it doesn't look good. What the, it's fucking Toy Story. Yeah, exactly. But that's my point is, like, if, if, if Lucas is involved and Lucas is going to make his first, like, animated movie, like, you'd, you'd expect that it's going to push some boundaries it's going to be innovative it's going to do something and no is it, no it does doesn't it? look like any of those things are true who gives a shit it looks like a dreamworks movie from 10 years ago great i don't i don't i like dreamworks movies from 10 years ago yeah. i don't think i'm i mean shrek it's shrek yeah i have no love for shrek i have decided it's fine yeah, I, like i enjoyed 
I think I saw the first two in theaters, and I think I gave up after two. I don't think the third one went to theaters. I think it did. I know there was at least one Shrek that was direct to DVD. That might, I believe that, but I think three, at least three of them went to theaters. But like, I what I realized after two of them was that you know Shrek movies just have no fucking shelf life. You know, that's so that's fine. Twenty minutes after you've listen, watched them, listen, all of the references was, feel outdated. It was it was it was Mike Myers's entry into mm, how can we put this buckwheat territory no that's no mike yeah no yeah i, don't I know mean it's fair to say even well i don't know what are you saying by buckwheat well, territory I, I what i'm saying is like mike myers had a golden he, he had his entry early stuff yeah the like wayne's world stuff yeah. and then he had his sort of golden era yeah austin powers right Start, it starts with austin powers it ends with whatever the last shrek movie was and then but that's what i'm saying is like it, i feel like it was mike myers's entry into what happened to eddie murphy well, yeah, and Eddie Murphy, also a key part of the Shrek movies. I mean... You see where I'm saying? Yeah, Eddie Murphy will never have to work again simply because of Shrek. He's going to come back and he's going to be really funny. Eddie he, Murphy? He's, it's going to be like old, crotchety Eddie Murphy is going to be awesome. Look, I would love it. that. I don't, Same thing's going to happen to Steve Martin. Well, yeah, I don't think that Eddie Murphy has much time. interest in comedy yeah. anymore. That may be, but I'm saying is... I. I'm hold. Don't take this away from me. Yeah. No, I'm look, holding I, out hope that they're all gonna have a Bill Murray resurgence. Yes. A couple years ago, like, uh, I'm holding out. Don't don't take it from me. Last I don't know, year to die. Was it last year? Last like, year. John Candy. Before? Yeah. God bless him. Yeah. You know he had the wisdom to die. <laughs> Jesus. No. Okay. You know what I mean. <laughs> yes. No. I know. There was never a moment in time when when John Chris Candy. Far- Chris when, Farley did the same. Chris when, Farley went down John just Candy at the at the Farley nadir. At like all the fat guys. Who yeah. are awesome. Yeah. Belushi, mm-hmm. John Candy. Like, they, they never had to have this struggle because they all had the good sense to just die while it, they were Clearly, fighting. he peaked with Camp Candy. So, after that, it was all downhill from there. Fuck you. <laughs> cool runnings. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean. The fuck isn't this drink? <laughs> moonshine uh no there was i think a year ago or maybe it was two years ago murphy was for like a minute a hot minute eddie murphy was gonna host the oscars and i got really excited yeah that he might actually like pull it out yeah that he might actually you know remind us why he used to be awesome uh but it was the year that it was he was gonna host because brett ratner was gonna direct them (laughs) uh and it was because they had just i think they just done tower heist together um no it's good uh but then Brett Ratner said terrible things about gay people and got kicked out of ho- directing the Oscars, so Eddie Murphy left with him. Well, he also sucks. <laughs> well, that too. So, uh, no tears over here. Yeah. Okay, what's item two? Uh, item We're two. Way off. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even remember what that story was. I know. Oh, uh, Simon, Simon Pegg. It was Simon Pegg. Simon, Simon Pegg. Pegg. Maybe, Good. Maybe, maybe rescuing Star Hooray, Trek. Hooray, Simon Pegg. Um, so, yeah, we'll see, we'll see where that goes. Um, we've got uh, uh, New Mutants, New X-Men Mutants. Uh, they've officially cast uh, uh, Storm and Jean Grey and Cyclops. They're all young people. Do they look the part? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, for the most part. Uh, well, so I'm uh, familiar with some of these. Uh, the uh, girl who's going to play Jean Grey is Sophie Turner. Um, she's uh, best known from Game of Thrones. She plays Sansa on Game of Thrones. Uh, she's a no character idea. who's... You know, Jean Grey is going to be a big 
departure for her. Um, Good. I mean, from 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 Sansa at least. Uh, that's a Good. interesting. You you don't watch Game of Thrones, right? Not yet. No. Yeah. Um, you should watch it. You, you'll dig parts of it, well, I think. Give me. I'll start it in like August. Okay. Um, the the her car her role in game of thrones is like interesting like it's just started to get really good in the last season or so because and like when it starts out she's just kind of this uh, not really like a spoiled rich girl but she's she's topless no 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 not at all one of the only ones she's she's very high class well because when she's a kid when she starts she's like class people still take their tops off right but she's like 15 when the show starts i think so i feel like that wouldn't stop game of thrones uh you know in some cases i'm saying this never having watched yeah no that's fair my my reputation alone yeah his reputation is boobs yeah that that's a just everywhere bare summation of its reputation um and like creepy not peter jackson peter jackson a little bit yeah he's a little there's a little jackson vibe there yeah okay Little Jackson vibe, not not the Jackson five, but Ooh. the Jackson vibe. Um, yeah, she's like a she's like kind of a she comes from kind of a royal not royal family, but uh, she's like a lord, like the daughter of like a lord basically. So and she she wants to uh, she's not prissy, but she like she her whole existence is like oh she wants to marry the prince and become like real royalty, and she's just like totally enamored with like you know living in the capital and like the royal lifestyle and the pomp and the circumstance and all that uh and then she basically Trying not to say what i'm thinking right now i know but then <laughs> she basically gets there and discovers that everybody is a fucking psychopath and she just gets like the base not i mean emotionally she gets the living shit kicked out of her okay. um and this past se- like literally the last time we saw her like she got to do like an awesome thing and you were like oh wow okay all of a sudden she, like i'm way into this character yeah um so you know we'll see um Fair. uh we've got uh a young guy playing cyclops his name's ty sheridan uh he was in uh <laughs> he was in this movie mud with uh, matthew mcconaughey um and Matthew McConaughey is one of those guys I can't quite nail down. Oh no! See, this was like a like very much like in the reconnaissance like movies. It was like um, a Magic Mike and Mud and Wall Street and Dallas Buyers. It was like all in that same year, basically. So uh, yeah, he was very busy. Yeah, I am loving the reconnaissance in every way, shape, or form. So he's gonna be dead in three years. I'm gonna be very sad when that happens. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> we're gonna remember this. It's on. It's he's recorded. gonna be one of these days. He's gonna be dead. And you're gonna say, "Oh, I've been listening to him for years." <laughs> for the record, like three well, weeks I ago, I was thinking about that the other day. Yeah, no, like three weeks ago at trivia. At, so I host trivia night uh, at a at a bar. Like three weeks ago, my guest Terry O'Reilly's Terry O'Reilly's in Newton Bar. You should come. Uh, Eight I, o'clock Tuesdays. I did a like guess the famous person where I like give a series of clues, and uh, the answer was Tito Puente. Nobody knew who the fuck he was oh i swear to god i got i got all the way down to the last clue the the two-point clue and a like three different teams came up and they were like we're not going to give you an answer because if you give an if you give a wrong answer you you lose lose a point point. so they're like we're not going to guess because we still don't know who the fuck this is we don't want to lose a point it's like okay what was that's never happened before the clue the last clue is like the easiest one, and like at that point, I don't, I don't really remember. But at that point, it had been established that he was a Latin drummer, that he was very famous, that he'd worked with all these people, yeah. that he did, that he did the original Oye Como Va, and uh, I think the last, the last clue mentioned that he appeared in the Who Shot Mr. Burns episode of The Simpsons, and mm-hmm. most people were like, still, I don't, uh, like, See, I think like three people got it right. If you'd thrown in that quote, 
Yeah, no, I literally and I literally said it out loud, and people were like, "No, I don't, I don't know." Uh, so that's so sad. Yeah, I know. It is sad. So. All right. Well, so we've got new mutants. Oh, and uh, America's youth. The girl who plays Storm. I've forgotten her name, and I'm not gonna look it up because you know that's not the kind of podcast this is. Uh, she's she's in. <laughs> she's in uh, the the thing she's like known for is she was in the I think it was on vh1 i'm pretty sure it was vh1 oh, oh, oh. it was a uh directed tv sequel to drumline the nick cannon movie which for the record i fucking love drumline uh that movie's fucking great uh you want to have a lovely night in uh get a bunch of booze i recommend apple pie moonshine uh and watch drumline and you got served back to back fucking great double feature what about Save the Last Dance. Save the Last Dance would also fit in there and, for a triple feature. And there were a couple of those. No, there's a bunch. Uh, there's a, there was another one. Angie, I'm talking to you right now. I know you had three <laughs> copies of that movie. There was a, there was like a basketball movie. No, that no, no. Was there also were a couple. There were several too. of like yeah. dancing. Oh hmm. no, no. There were a lot of dancing ones. There was one with the there guy was, from Lost like last one year. One in 3D for no reason. Oh well, there's all the Step Up movies. Oh, you're yeah, thinking right, of the Step right, Up right, movies. Right, there are like four or five of those. Oh Jesus. Um, and if you're a dance person, then those movies Which are apparently your shit. The one with the the blonde girl. Channing Tatum's in a bunch of those. He's in at that's least not, two of them. That's not surprising. Who's that blonde girl I'm thinking of? <laughs> I don't know, sir. From you're gonna have to be more specific that fucking, than that. From one of the dancing movies. Shit. Uh, is it Save the Last Dance? Probably. Is it Julia? Yes. Yes. Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles. Goddamn right. Julia Stiles, who people commonly mistake my sister for. What? I, I, yeah, I don't know. People, you st- I don't think not recently, but like for sis- a while there. I have known your sister since she was twelve years yeah, old. Probably, yeah. And I'm for everyone, who's li- all all both of you who are listening, no. <laughs> People used to think, oh, are you Julia Stiles? No, no, I'm not Julia Stiles. I'm not Julia Stiles. Caitlin, love that. Pounding PBRs or Bud Lights in this <laughs> fucking towny bar in, you know, Southie. That, that, not Julia Stiles. No, that's that's definitely Kate. Yeah. Um, right, anyway. We've got the... Item number three. Suicide Squad movie coming. Right. Um, with, DC's with, with next its, big with movie. With its curious... Uh, I'm going to call it a prequel. Uh, the, the Batman versus the Supermans no. and the Dawns of Justices. No, no, no. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Then I'm saying Margot Robbie and Will Smith. Oh, uh, yep. The fucking con movie. Yeah, the comedy movie, which I can never remember what the fuck it's called. Did you just call it a comedy movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, no. Uh, it's a it's a common movie. This week in drunkenness, it's brought to you by Apple Pie Moonshine. moonshine. Uh, it's called like Focus or something. I don't know. It's got a really generic title. It actually looks uh, kind of okay, but it's got a really stupid generic title. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. Uh. Tom Hardy has dropped out of Suicide Squad. Um, he probably was gonna, a wise choice. Yeah, right. I'm sorry um, to say it, but it's probably a good point. Well, choice on his the uh, story is that it's really just basically a scheduling issue. Um, that he's working right now on a movie called uh, The Revenant. Um, I've heard of that. Yeah, well, because it's a crazy fucking movie, and I didn't realize how crazy it was. And I think I read this script like years ago when I was in L.A. and doing script coverage. I'm pretty sure. I definitely read a movie, a script with that title i don't know if it was the same movie mm. i i feel like it was but i i honestly don't fucking remember it um the movie's about like it, it's a period movie and it's about like a fur trapper what who period? lives up in the mountains 
Uh, it's like American wilderness, like American, like colonial American wilderness or something like that. Okay. Um, I think like 1800s or something like that, maybe. Okay. Um, but it's like a, a like a fur trapper who like lives alone up in the mountains, and he gets like attacked by a bear. This is how your permission to <laughs> He gets attacked by a bear, and then he gets betrayed by some guys, and so he's basically it's like he goes on a big fucking revenge mission where he has to kill a bear and uh, kill all these guys. That um, sounds kind of like. Uh, Hannibal the Cannibal the musical or something? Uh, I don't know. I haven't. I don't. I don't really? I, I don't, You've I, never seen that? I have not. I mean, it I'm familiar musical, with the title, but I haven't a seen musical it. Musical brought to you by yeah Matt Parker. And Matt Parker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a really interesting movie in that uh, it's uh, directed by uh, Alejandro Inarritu, who did Birdman, um, and Birdman. So the uh, Hardy's got some role in this movie. The main character is DiCaprio, um, but you know, so much like Birdman, where and Inaratu <laughs> even said at one point in an interview, like, "I like doing weird shit that might make this whole movie just not function." So that's <laughs> what I'm doing with this one too. You know, Birdman is all—it's all quote unquote all one shot. Yeah. So um, you know, you've got to stage it in these ridiculous ways to make it look like all one fluid shot with no edits. Um, the Revenant is a movie that they are shooting like on location out in the Canadian wilderness, mm. uh, and they're using no artificial lighting, so they're only using like the natural daylight of the environment. Really? Yeah, which means they can only shoot like a couple hours a day, and that's why Hardy had to drop out of Suicide Squad because the shoots running way long and they're yeah. way behind schedule, and it's a not only like on top of that, it's also just like a grueling physical shoot in the fucking wilderness of Canada. So. so... So he had like a very narrow window basically between this and uh, whatever his next project is to do uh, Suicide Squad and the window is basically closed on him and so he's not going to be able to do it. So a lot of needlessly shallow depth of field is what you're telling me. Well, we'll see. I mean, look, Birdman is a gorgeous looking movie. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I expect it to... If you're going to shoot by natural light only, you need some pretty goddamn big apertures. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... don't fucking look i don't i don't know well, man we'll see I yeah suppose. i'm really also, excited i'm really excited to see how it goes can I just say i just had a really i'm kind of right now very very sad that they cast batfleck it just hit me right now right and now yeah right now and there's a reason why why is that you know who they should have cast who should they have cast michael keaton <laughs> <laughs> old man batman michael keaton as old man batman tell me i'm wrong Tell me that wouldn't have been amazing. I'm not going to say that out loud because you're correct. Like, that is exactly it, how it should have gone. Just, to, I mean, I'm sure other people have had this thought, but it just occurred to me right now. Yeah. No, look, that would have been. Birdman. I, like, I certainly would have enjoyed the fuck they out want of that. Old man Batman. I mean, well, Lav Kilmer's too. Lav Kilmer. Lav, <laughs> Lav Ilkmer is too damn fat. Yeah. Cooney's too important. Yes. Um, no, I don't think. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's certainly. They're certainly borrowing from the Frank Miller stuff, from the yeah. Dark Knight Rise or Dark Knight Returns stuff. Right. I don't think they're really going with like old man Batman. Yeah, I know. Um, but because I'm just saying is like. But yes, no. Look, would I have been she... excited to have Michael Keaton show as Batman? Fuck yes, I would have. Like that would have been amazing. Yes. And he's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a crazy would've, person. Would have been goddamn magnificent okay uh, that's all i wanted look, to say look i'm always on board with more keaton you know keaton is uh now circling this uh movie oh tell me it's a sequel to beetlejuice N- well yes there's that too that's still really? a thing. yeah 
Oh. That, like, Burton has basically written because Keaton said he would do it, so. um, Old man Beetlejuice? Yeah. Awesome. There's no, like, hard and fast plan for it yet. Like, I I think there is a script, and Keaton has sort of said he would do it, and Winona Ryder said she would come do it as well. Oh, fuck. Um, Yeah, I don't don't care. I don't need her. Um, I want Harry Belafonte and Keaton. (laughs) That's all I need. That's all you need. Um, No. Gina Davis. All right. Yeah, I, dude, I would take Alec Baldwin. I would take Alec Baldwin back, too. Yeah, I would, I would be all about Alec Baldwin yeah. coming back. <laughs> like, you know what I love is, like, in the first minute, it'd be like, where's Winona Ryder? Oh, she's dead. <laughs> it's like in the first scene. Just be like, like, on, like, in the movie. Yeah. Oh, no, no, she's dead. Yeah. Um, no, the movie that Sandworm he's meter. circling right now is uh, a, like, uh, biography of, uh, I think his name is Ray Kroc. He's the guy who basically like founded mcdonald's he's the guy who who turned mcdonald's into the juggernaut that it is that's crazy yeah yeah michael keaton doing high class mcdonald's films okay i I think it's like i've literally heard it described as like the social network with mcdonald's that's a weird thing but yeah okay yeah i mean look hey why not whatever whatever man i keep more keaton i'm all about more keaton in whatever form it may take if this is i if this turns into a Keenan Keatonissance, Keaton Sans, well, anyway, Keatonissance, Keatonissance. I'll take it. That's I'll take Keatonissance. Then, then, uh, yeah, bring that on. Yeah. Anyway, what else you got? A uh, couple things. Oh well, so we were talking about Tom Hardy dropping out of Suicide Squad, so they're trying to find a replacement because this movie's supposed who was to. Was he again? Uh, he was playing Rick Flag, who's like the yeah, government. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like the not villain. He's the government guy who runs the team, who like yeah, looks over everybody. You don't everybody. need Tom Hardy for yeah. that. You can. Ca- I, I hope they cast someone we don't really know. Well, so it's interesting because they were. Uh, I always favor that. Though. Initially, they went out to Jake Gyllenhaal, um, who uh, you know we That's haven't. Fine with me. We haven't watched. He's a fucking nightcrawler nightcrawlers all i can think of is like Donnie fucking Darko. x-men character no all i can think of is x-men character all i can think of is oh i'm waiting for that fucking mashup what's his name nightcrawler. Uh, alan cumming all i can think of is alan cumming uh but yeah he's supposed to be really good in nightcrawler uh and then he's got this boxing movie coming up where like because he's like crazy skinny and emaciated in nightcrawler right. and then he like jacked himself up again for to play this boxer in this movie southpaw he's not making any more stupid prince of persian movies. no no was no there no, no, no. there's only one of those and okay. it did not go well for anyone involved um Shockeroo. yeah so they've uh they went out to gyllenhaal uh it didn't it didn't work out i, I don't know if he turned it down if he, he may have just flat out turned it down or if it was scheduling or what but uh that's not a thing so uh they're they've got it narrowed down to i, th- I hear there's two guys that they're looking at uh one is joel edgerton who I love in everything. He's great. I mean, I can't quite place him. I'm trying to think of what what to say. Name. He's in that you would know. Like he was in. He played Uncle O, young Uncle Owen in the prequels, um, which is not a good thing to as a barometer oh, for him. Oh, that guy. Uh, he was in a really really good movie with Tom Hardy. In fact. Uh, where they're both MMA, they're brothers yeah, who have to fight each other in one. MMA. I seen that one that movie's fucking awesome. Yeah, um, I think my roommate has it. Yeah, it's really goddamn good. Yeah, that guy. Um, yeah, this guy. Yeah, he's in. He's in. Oh, he was in Gatsby, which I didn't see. Yeah, King he's Arthur, in Gatsby. which I didn't yeah. see. No, well, yeah. Because you should see King Arthur. It's really bad. <laughs> 
you know, which you for some reason I just have Whisper. I own it. I own it. It's that's how bad it is. Why do you fucking own it? Because uh, I bought I it, it to you for for your birthday. Or no, something? I bought it from a friend for like three dollars. Who? Mackie. Mackie was clearing out his DVD collection Why the fuck years did Mackie ago. Because he worked at a Best Buy and he bought everything that came on a shelf for a year. Because <laughs> it was true. he had a discount. He, yeah, he he did do that. Um, it's it's really terrible though. Um, but he's really great. Apparently he's in Exodus, Gods and Kings. Yes, he plays the Pharaoh. He plays, uh, yeah, he plays Pharaoh. What, in fucking blackface? Uh, in not quite brownface. That, well, that was the argument about that, Ugh. was that, you know, him, it's him and Christian Bale, and they're both, like, as white as white can be, uh, yet playing Egyptian. I mean, well, you don't get any Bale, less Egyptian Bale, than Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> that's, that's totally a fair point. I mean, Bale is Moses. Yeah. So there's a little bit of wiggle room there. Yeah. Maybe. But he could play militant Jew, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can go where my brain is. Right yeah, now. I don't think we. I think we should walk away. Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> um, I'm thinking of what's the guy's name? Uh, Adam uh... Levine. No. <laughs> no, another Jewish Adam. Uh, uh, the His Hebrew brother. Hammer. The Hebrew yes, Hammer. What's her? What's her? What's her? What's her name's brother? Uh, well, I don't know who whose sister Are they he not has. Related? I don't know. What's his name? Adam what? What's like, that guy's it's name? like Adam Shankman or something. Or, really? or... Because that is the guy I was thinking of, but I thought he was... Shit. Just look up the Hebrew hammer. I'm gonna... God damn it. This, I, this whole IMDb podcast. the Hebrew hammer. Wait, there's two of them. It's Adam Goldberg, by <laughs> Goldberg, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Shankman's there, a there's different two. guy. There's the Hebrew hammer with yeah. Adam Goldberg and Andy Dick. And then there's the Hebrew hammer versus Hitler <laughs> with, wait for it, Judy Greer. Why? why and Giancarlo Esposito. Why haven't we watched that movie? I was not aware of it until just now. Well, we, now we, we should, we should no rectify choice. that situation. The Mensch in black is back. <laughs> nice. The Hebrew hammer comes out of retirement to prevent a time-traveling Hitler from erasing Jewish history. <laughs> I would watch the fuck out of that movie. Oh my god, Dave Foley's in it. He's oh, I'm sure. Now. Well, yeah, he's not young. Giancarlo Esposito, I didn't recognize him. It's that guy. Yeah. It's that guy from... Uh... He, he's in Breaking Bad, I think. Sure right? is. Yeah, I don't know him from Breaking Bad because I haven't watched that oh, fucking show yet. I know. I am you know, look, I'm working up to it. Um... So, Joel Edgerton is one guy they're looking at. Um, the other guy they're looking at, who... Look, I love Joel Edgerton. I, if, he sh- if he makes this happen, I'll be very, very happy. The other guy they're looking at, I kind of love a little bit more because he's got kind of the underdog feel to him. Oh. Uh, John Bernthal. So, you I will remember John Bernthal. Uh, he's the guy who played uh, the character lovingly known as Coon Ass in Fury. He was like the crazy mad dog guy in Fury. Oh. Yeah, that fucking guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that oh, fucking guy. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it's also a David Ayer movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, get that guy. So he's also up for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really hope that it goes to him. Because he, like, he did really, really good work on Walking Dead. He's had a couple of nice roles in some movies. Like He, he also, uh, I watched uh, the other day, uh, what is it, Grudge Match, um, which is... Uh, it's old man boxing movie. It's De Niro and Stallone as like old boxing rivals who like come out of retirement to fight each other. Is one of them called Spider? Uh, sadly, no. Ugh, um, missed opportunity. I know. Uh, but I mean, look, it's it's fucking you know, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Raging yeah. Bull versus Rocky. I mean, how, yeah, there's no, no way no. I wasn't watching that movie. Right. Yeah, no. That, uh, that, but Bernthal plays like uh, uh, De Niro's kid, like De Niro's adult son, and it's like you, it's like yeah. 
yeah, I absolutely buy him as De Niro's son. Yeah. He he feels like a young, he looks like a young De Niro. It's yeah. crazy. Um, so I'll buy yeah, that for a dollar. I would be totally down for that. I really hope that works. All right. Um, that's that's most of what I've got here. Um, the uh, CBS is doing a Supergirl show. They yeah. cast their Supergirl. It's some chick from Glee. Um, I don't know. She was in uh, Whiplash, which I really, really liked. Whiplash? Yeah, you should see it. It's, which one was that? It's the drumming movie that J.K. Simmons is nominated for for the Academy Awards. Oh, okay. Um, I love J.K. Simmons. Yeah, and he's fucking amazing in it. You, I, I, I have a copy. I'll give it to you. It's okay. really goddamn good. Done. Um, uh, there's also, they're also talking about a new X, bring the X-Files back. That's really exciting to me. I'm really excited to bring the X Files back. Real damn hard about bringing that back. Well, so they're talking about is it time. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. I think I think it's exactly the time. Let me ask you because it's like almost twenty years out. If you really, they started in like ninety. No, 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 no. Well, they when, started when like ninety two, ninety three. Uh, it probably stopped like around 2000. Did, so it's like, probably did they like break 2000. Well, no, no, no. Actually, I can tell you. So it was, I think it started in. 92 and it went for like nine seasons so so a little over 2000 so yeah so we're it's 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 certainly over 10 years since it stopped but it's probably closer to 15 years since most people stopped fucking watching it because Mulder and Scully were gone for the last couple of seasons so um I mean it certainly hit the zeitgeist around season five like that the the it peaked out with the first movie which is right after season five or six I think so um so I and you know there's a uh there's been a lot of buzz uh I've I've been listening to Kumail Nanjiani's X-Files podcast where he rewatches the whole show and brings Mm -hmm. in guests and talks about each episode it's really fucking good Mm -hmm. it's like I've, I've gotten back into watching the show for the first time since it aired basically yeah um How's it hold up? oh fucking great i'm fucking loving it really yeah oh, oh man okay. like and some episodes are like oh you're adorable computer things in the 90s hilarious um man i was, was watching friends the other day yes yeah. chandler gets a laptop and oh, she's, yeah no i've seen that i've seen, I've saw I'm that episode like, recently yeah like, i was like wow yeah i know it's fucked up um but no, I think it's exactly the right time um, because I, it's it's been gone long enough that like I like I have met some people who uh, a girl who interned in my office uh, for one reason or another we were talking about it and she was like oh uh, yeah the X Files like I'm watching it right now and I was like oh have you seen it before she's like no no I've never seen it before like I'm just it's on Netflix so I started watching it and I love it it's hmm. like yeah no it's fucking great you know so like 20 year olds it's like you know to me it's probably to them it's probably like my version of something like uh like twin peaks which is a show that was like really yeah, popular yeah, but yeah. it was like i'm just too yeah, young for right. it yeah so yep. uh and that's a show that i like i especially now that they're gonna bring that back uh on showtime yeah, yeah. like i really want to watch all that stuff yeah i never got into the x-files that much really you know why? i, I mean i don't remember no, you I'm, in I'm high gonna, school I'm talking gonna, x-files i'm gonna tell you why oh please do kate mccluggage <laughs> i love kate yeah kate, no. i love you yeah much <laughs> she was very much in the she was so into it that yeah. i just like i couldn't break into that world and i wasn't gonna try no see i was already i was already down and it's not like and it's not like i could have gone back in time to watch it anyway it's not like it streamed yeah no, that's there was, true there was no streaming no absolutely so that's absolutely no true way for me to catch up and so i didn't want to jump on like i would have jumped on post black oil yeah. really like really yeah and i was like i can't join this shit now there's it's really interesting because and what i've uh sort of discovered through the through uh, kumail's podcast is that the X-Files was one of the first couple of shows that, like, 
you know, it it really fa- had a following. It really sort of the oh, audience. Sure, well, no, no, no. I say that, but the but the, the audience found itself on the internet basically. That oh, it had like a very active okay. message board, and that they were like commenting. There were there were massive discussions about every episode, and like the writers were reading message boards and reading oh, comment threads, and then literally like taking stuff from the comment boards and like putting it into episodes. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it, it's one of the first shows that really did that in a very strong way. Hmm. Um, but it's also because you can find all these message boards, all these like you know alt.tv.x files. Like you know they were they're all still cached by Google. Like Google bought all this stuff years ago. Yeah. And you can actually go through and look all this stuff up now. Uh, and some of it's hilarious. Just yeah. in the like you know like the nineties of it all. People literally sign like they write a big long post and then they sign it with their name and their home address. Holy shit. <laughs> It's crazy. And it's like people swapping VHS tapes. Like, hey, I missed last week's episode. Does anyone have a copy? Can you send it to me? Like, blah, blah. It's, I mean, crazy. Well, because that's great. what you had to do. You, yeah, you, had, yeah, you, yeah. you didn't see it? You fucking missed it. Until the summer when maybe it re-aired. And if you missed it then, you probably were never going to see that fucking episode again. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. It's crazy. Uh, so Fox is talking about they made an announcement at TCA's that uh, they want to they want to bring it back. Uh, TCA, it's like a, basically it's like a television cr- classic animation television critics association. It's uh, like same thing. It, it's basically like a big press blowjob thing where I'm like, sorry, what? Yeah, exactly. It, the studios all bend over backwards to you know that's make not how blowjobs and, work. Yeah, I know. I'm, look, the, the physics of it all is a little beyond me. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't I don't Christ. understand. I'm sorry. Um, I'm really sorry, guys. I just, oh. Uh, I need more moonshine. Uh, garçon? Garçon, more moonshine. Um, you should not call your wife boy. <laughs> it's not making your argument any better. That is a very fair point. Um, yeah, no, they, uh, they, it's basically they, they trot out like the cast members and the showrunners for uh, new shows they have coming and returning shows. And it's, you know, yeah. it's yeah, getting yeah. people sort of excited about this stuff kind of like a press they do announcements and stuff like that it's like kind of like the upfronts but they do it like every season basically the upfronts uh down behind yes the upfronts are uh the thing they do every spring what you're saying is every single thing that happens in the media in california is some kind of vague sexual reference a little bit yes um don't feel clean (laughs) forever Thank, thank you, Ruxin. Um, the upfronts are every spring. The the television, the networks, uh, basically present all the new shows that they're going to air in the fall for the advertisers. Okay. Um, like all they right. take, they do little sizzle reels and trailers from the pilots that they've shot, and they're like, "Hey, these are the shows we picked for the fall. Hmm. Like, this is what's going to be happening, advertisers. Like, these are what you know. Pick your shows. What do you want to sponsor, or whatever. Yeah. But this is also like you know the world's first look at which shows have been picked and you know what they look like and whatever so it becomes a whole big media thing as well Dear so Kia. yeah advertise during everything yeah well and now they you know literally it's like they have the upfronts events and then you know within hours all of the trailers and stuff are all online on the network website so you yes, can see yes. oh hey this is whatever show is going to get canceled in four weeks uh come <laughs> october so um all right. So uh, they uh, anyway, Fox made an announcement at TCA is that they're gonna that they're interested in reviving the X Files in kind of a limited capacity, like a like a ten or twelve episode like miniseries kind of thing. Did they- 
give any details? I mean, no, because they haven't even technically signed Duchovny and Gillian Anderson yet. Oh, they would bring them back. They would bring them back, and and they. Well, that was my first question. Well, I think, and I think part of it is that they what is both. Gillian Anderson doing? She's doing a lot of things, actually. Really? Yeah, she's on uh, the NBC show Hannibal, mm. um, the Hannibal Lecter show. Uh, she plays like Hannibal's psychiatrist. That show stuck around. Yeah, apparently it's fucking die. awesome. I, I haven't watched it. Die immediately. Yeah, no, I haven't really watched it. It's Brian Fuller who I love. He did like uh, Star Trek Voyager and Pushing Daisies and a bunch of other Voyager. really great shows. Well, he, I mean, he was like a writer on on. He did a, wrote a lot of really good episodes of Voyager. He also wrote a lot of good episodes of like the early episodes of Heroes too. Um, oh, Heroes in the beginning was cool. Yeah. Heroes it, is coming it, back too. And then it you became know. terrible. You know they're bringing that show back yeah, as well, no, for like it, a mini series. That is not right. Yeah, I don't. What, it is uh, not time for that. Yeah, one. I don't know. That that feels like jumping the gun a little bit, but whatever. Well, the problem NBC Heroes, is desperate. He, Heroes was always fucking not X Men. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, so, uh, but uh, Duchovny and Anderson. Uh, she's also got a show called The Fall. We were supposed to be really good. It just hit Netflix, I think, recently. Um, okay. And I haven't watched that show either. But she's supposed. To, she's she's been doing a lot of TV Does work, and it's all been really great. Still exist. Uh, it it uh, wrapped up last year. They had their series finale last year. Okay. Um, and I, uh, Warren and I watched that all the way through, and we loved it. So, oh really? I mean, it, it went off the rails a little near the end, but I really I think they stuck the landing in a really like satisfying way. Okay. Um, the yeah. first couple seasons of that show were fucking great. All so, right. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, they had given some interviews recently saying, like, oh, yeah, no, we'd love to do more X-Files, you know, get the band back together, bring back Chris Carter, bring mm-hmm. back, you know, Julian, you know, we'll, we'll be there. What and uh, Are they going to bring back Millennium? I find that very unlikely. Because the thing is, it would Lance be, Henriksen it is would, very old now. It would have to be the next Millennium. <laughs> In, literally, that is true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about X-Files. I've been, I've gotten, I'm really into watching it. Uh, like going back through it right now, I'm like almost done with the second season. So like the black oil just got introduced in the last episode I watched. So, oh, cool. um, so I'm like, ju- I'm really like just hitting kind of the peak, the sweet spot of like the best run of the show right yeah, now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, I'm re- and, and moreover, like I, the first season, there are a couple of episodes here and there. Cause I used to own a couple on VHS. Of um, yeah. Uh, and so they were, they were like, Oh, I've seen this episode before. And I kind of remember, the thrust of it, but I don't, you know, what I don't really remember what happens or whatever. Um, I'm now I'm hitting episodes where I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this was like a big fucking deal episode. This was like a thing that we all talked about for like a month. So, uh, I can only think of one episode of anything that we had taped off the TV, and it was the same tape. Yeah. So it had a couple things on it, and it had, it, it there was an interview of the new kids on the block. Okay. From. Wow. Whatever that okay. talk show was that was Scott Woolery. People are talking. It was on People Are Talking. Remember that show, People no. Are Talking? No, I do not, I sir. It was on, all right. Anyway, so it was like bits of that interspersed with bits of The Naked Now. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest tape. That is such a sexually conflicting tape. It's so New strange. Kids on the Block and Data Fucking. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. It was the, that was when they had the fat Asian engineer. Yes. I don't know what happened to that guy. Oh, man. I don't. I don't. Fuck, look, fucking. This I is don't. what my childhood was like. Apparently. Well, that's that's kind that's of it. that's kind of all I've got for news stories. Thank God. Um, <laughs> you know what I want to do? Uh, I'm I'm trying to come up with some sort of recurring bits that we can do. Yeah. Part of the Ghostbusters esque, for yeah. for example. Yeah. Um, one of the ones that I want to do is, uh, and I don't I don't really have a good example for it this week, sadly. Man. Um, is it's okay. This is new. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, it's a new uh, year. 
trailer of the week. We've done it on with the movie podcast and sort of whatever trailers played before the movie we watched. But, you know, I think some of the really fun trailers are the stuff that gets, you know, stuff we're watching that gets released online over the yeah. course of the week. So yeah. um, I, I feel like I think that's something that you and I should each sort of keep an eye out for, like fun trailers that have, okay. get, that come out over the course of the week. And it sure. can be something you see in a theater as well. But um eh. But, you know, okay. that, that kind of thing. Um, or here's, stupidest story of the week. Yeah, there we go. Slimer. Um, here, Slimer of the ghost Slimer, ghost. Slimer of the week. The other thing I was thinking is, uh, like, uh, uh, like a throwback kind of thing. Like Throwback? Well, like, uh, what else What else have you watched this week, basically, you know? You know Although you're I'm not watching. watching a lot. You're mostly watching TV right now, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's just that's the way. I mean, I watched This Is The End, finally. Yeah, yeah you watched This Is The End. That's a good example. With the, with the dick demons? <laughs> with the dick demons. The demon dicks. Uh, lots of demon dicks. A lot of, a lot of demon dicks. Yeah. Um, I love that movie. And yeah. you were saying you feel like it maybe suffered because you watched it uh, watched like it. alone in the middle of the night. Yeah, kind of thing. I mean, I was just home. Yeah. And I was just like, all right. Yeah. So I watched it by myself on my computer. Yeah. And it was fine. Yeah. It was a little, like... Some of the creepy stuff was actually creepy. Yeah, there's a lot of creepy shit in there. Uh, well, no, no, no. It was just there was just the one moment before Jonah Hill gets impregnated. Oh, yeah. Um, that would that creeped me out a lot for a minute. Yeah, like for a minute. For a little while. Un- until the dick silhouettes started, <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's fine. But it's just like just the way that they shot some of it. Yeah. was creepy. I was like, oh, these guys could probably, if they really wanted to, yeah, make a decent horror movie. Oh, totally, absolutely. Uh, they're not gonna. But. No. Um, yesterday, Jamie and I just sat around watching movies literally all day. Like, I went to the post office in the morning, and then we just watched like four movies in a row for the rest of the day. What'd you watch, Mike? <laughs> Nice. Uh, subtle. We watched, uh, well, first we watched Hunt for Red October. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome, right? Jamie thought it was boring. And I think she's- No! I think she's fucking that insane. That one's great! I yeah. love that one. Well, okay, because here's what happened. The night before, we watched uh, Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit, yeah, the okay. one with Chris Pine as Jack Ryan. And, and stupid Russian- uh, Russian Kenneth Branagh. Russian Kenneth Branagh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no um, It was, I mean, it was fine. It wasn't bad. Was it? It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was, was it, just sort right, of was mediocre. It, was it anything? No, it just sort of wasn't anything. Okay. In fact, the biggest strike against it, I felt, was that it was... Not anything. Well, no, no, no. It's not that. It's that it really wanted to be like a prequel. Not like prequel, but like a full-on like reboot, like origin story of Jack Ryan. So the movie literally starts with him like as a college kid at the London School of Economics. Yeah. Uh, and then seeing 9-11 happen. And that's why he joins the Marines. And oh. then we see him in a helicopter sh- that gets shot down, and that's how he gets like his back injury that they've always talked about. And it's like we're gonna see Jack Ryan get it, like, injure his back. I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking need to see that shit. So it's all about him being like a really young CIA agent, like analyst, and like how he gets involved and like drawn in, and goes from just being like, you know, a financial analyst to someone who's running around shooting people and stuff. Kira Knightley's in it. She has an American accent kind of hilarious um kenneth between kenneth Branagh's russian accent and kira knightley's american accent i was just fucking loving it um but yeah we were watching and i was like man every time i watch another jack ryan movie it just makes me wish i was watching hunt for red october telling me is it's a drinking movie no i don't even think it's really a drinking movie could you turn it into a game i I mean maybe but it's not like entertaining in that way every time someone puts on a stupid voice you drink (laughs) That I mean, I guess, but that's every just every time, time one of those two actors opens their mouth, I guess. Mm. Mikhail Baryshnikov shows up. What? Yeah. 
uh, as Is like does he dance? no, he's just like an Why old man, like then? Russian politician. Ugh. He sh- he shoots Kenneth Branagh in the end. I don't know. Spoilers. Yeah, whatever. Um, you ruined it for me. I did. I did. I fucking ruined it. Did you? No, not really. Okay. Um, Hunt for Red October is great. Hunt for Red October is amazing. No, so Jamie was like, oh, I think I watched Hunt for Red October when I was like eight, and I was bored because I was eight, so it's I should great. watch it again. With the with the what is it, Whisper Silk or? I don't know what you're talking about. Drive? The, yeah, the Caterpillar Drive. Yes, yeah, the <laughs> Whisper Silk. <laughs> I wish it was called Whisper Silk. <laughs> Caterpillar Drive. Caterpillar Drive. Um, And so we watched it again, and she got bored again. And she, like, well, stop paying attention oh. and whatever. I was like, you're insane. It's, the like, the, one of the best submarine yeah, movies no, ever. I, I made sure to go back and watch it. Like, I don't know, it had to be a few years ago. It's great. But I was like, oh, this is wonderful. It's fucking, it's fucking great. Um, All right, uh, well, look. That's probably enough. That's more than enough. Um... Bartholomew, Bartholomew, thank you. Uh, Always a pleasure. Uh, first episode in the can of the official Daily Planet. We need we need theme music. Uh, I'll, I'll have to find some theme music. Um, um, there's plenty of music from the visitor. There is plenty of music from the visitor. Uh, I, I I try I might try to go with something a little different. Do the I don't hospital know. one. Yeah, maybe that's a good call. Um, or you could find some silly news kind of sounding music yeah maybe perhaps yeah or like anything by john williams yeah there you go we also need like uh some fun artwork to go with this podcast um so i don't i don't have anything yet i think you just need to find a picture of the daily planet masthead globe no no not the masthead the globy thing yeah the roof of the daily planet oh sure and then just in ms paint change the spelling i'm totally serious that's fair that's a not a that's not a bad idea um well, we've had fun talking. I hope you've had fun listening. Have a lovely evening and a fantastical tomorrow. <laughs>